Welcome to the Boom Tequila Podcast with your hosts. I'm Jody and I'm Erin. And today we're going to get a little bit sexual. <laughs> Just kick it off right there. All right. So <laughs> best opening I've ever heard ever. <laughs> I didn't have a good script or anything, so I just dove in. On today's episode, we're going to be discussing some questions and giving out some advice. So most of you have probably heard of Reddit, but for those of you who haven't, it's an online open forum kind of platform where people post thoughts and questions and there are these various groups or categories they are called subreddits that you can follow and interact with. Anyways, one of the things that people do a lot is ask for advice. And since most people on this site are anonymous, literally anything is on the table. (laughs) Uh, People are so candid, which I'm so here for. And today we're going to look at some of the sexual questions surrounding dating relationships that I found on Reddit, and we're going to discuss them. So Jody, do you want to kick us off with the first question or topic? Absolutely. The first one we've got, it says, my girlfriend wants to know what kind of porn I watch. I have no idea how to answer this question properly because it's just not something I want to talk about with her, but she was extremely adamant about me telling her because she was curious and has been thinking about it for a long time. How would y'all respond to this? What are your thoughts initially? (laughs) I mean, I think it's normal because she just wants to know like what he's into, right? Like that's, it's like a a different way of asking. I think there's a part that it's like, I kind of get both sides because on the one hand I get where like, that's kind of weird to ask. And on the other hand, I get like, she's just curious and you guys should be able to talk openly about sex if you're doing sex. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, you know what? That's true because the type of, I'm not going to say, but like the type of porn that I would prefer is not really the kind that, yeah, I'm not. That's You're way like the tentacle stuff, right? No, no, no I'm just kidding. kidding. I'm sorry. That was so gross. <laughs> not the tentacle porn. No, but it's just um, not, not so it's a little different than what I would be interested in participating in. If that makes sense. No, that's actually really normal. Like a lot of times, like like fantasy stuff or like the porn that people watch is not a one-to-one correlation to like what they actually enjoy in real life. And so I think that's actually pretty normal, but yeah, I feel like you should be able to talk about it a little bit. Like if she's like sitting over his shoulder, like wanting to look through the search history together or something, I don't know. I could see where it would be weird. I do think it's a topic that can be uncomfortable, even if you are having open conversation about sex. But I also think that there should be a way that you should be able to talk about it and still have a conversation. Because the more that you're like, I can't say, it makes it look like you're into real weird shit, honestly. The more that you're (laughs) like, I can't say it all. And it's like, it just makes it seem like, what are you watching? Like, yeah. Like, why is it, why is it a big secret? Right. And if it is that weird, then just don't say that part. Just say like, I'm into, you know, the normal stuff. Just leave the you know, whatever. Yeah. Or watch some videos where people talk about like different kinks or fetishes that they're into. Because when I was doing research for the previous episode that we did on kinks and fetishes, like some of these people presented it in such a matter of fact way that it almost normalized it. And like, they were able to explain some of these, like very, what I would think of are probably different. Maybe they're not, 
uh, kinks and fetishes in such a way that made it sound like, oh, okay, like that kind of makes sense. And so I think, I think there's a way to explain it that's not, I don't know. Weird. Yeah. And, and just ask her, like, share, both of you can share, like, say what, what kind of porn do you watch? Cause everybody watches porn. And if they say they don't, they're lying. So just, it can be a good way to get closer in your relationship. Yeah. Now if she, maybe if she's like, Oh, I never watch it. I just want to know what you watch. Then I don't think you have to tell her. You can tell her to. Yeah. Tell her to quit lying. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this next one was a thread centered around a statement that came from conclusions of a study that was done. And it stated that when women first have sex, they are eight times less likely to have an orgasm than a man. But women who had one want more sex for years to come. And this doesn't differ from men in their desire for it. So basically what this is saying is that women don't actually have lower sex drives than men when they are orgasming from sex. But I, and I think this is somewhat logical, but I've never necessarily thought of it in this way specifically before. The thought is that basically less sexual desire in women is not associated with gender as much as it is to their experience surrounding sex. It's like they have less desire because it's less pleasurable for them. <laughs> that makes sense. Like why, why waste your time? If you're not getting anything out of it, like why would you want to do it more? Yeah. Um, so the next is my wife who's 34 female made me choose between a vasectomy or no sex. I 38 male chose no sex. And now she is mad. My wife and I have been married for seven years and have a three-year-old daughter. We both agreed that we only wanted one child, so we're good. She recently told me to get a vasectomy because we aren't going to have any kids anymore, and she wanted to stop taking birth control. She told me that her friend's husband got one, and they're having a really good experience with it. He goes on to say, I told her that I get she wants to stop taking birth control, and I fully support her decision, but I will never get a vasectomy because I don't feel comfortable getting one. And I will not alter my body if it isn't necessary and that I will never change my mind about this. I suggested that I can just wear a condom like I used to when we first started our relationship. So she doesn't need to take any form of birth control and we can continue with our sex life. She basically got mad at me over this and even told me that if I don't get a vasectomy, we will not have sex anymore. I made it clear again that I'm willing to wear a condom every time. So there isn't a problem. She told me that I'm either getting a vasectomy or we aren't having sex anymore. He says, then I like having sex, but I'm not some desperate loser who's going to beg for it and do something he doesn't want to just for sex. So I told her, I guess we aren't having sex anymore. This was two months ago. It's unfortunate that we aren't having sex anymore, but it's not like my life depends on it. So at the end of the day, I'm good. Oh my gosh. My wife, on the other hand, is not taking it so well. A couple of days, she got mad at me for not wanting to have sex with her and that I think my seed is more important than our sex life. She also said a bunch of other things to try and tell me to get a vasectomy, but just like before, I told her no. And I made it clear to her that I'm willing to wear a condom. And he says, how can I make it clear to my wife that she is making a big deal out of this for no reason? And then he adds in an edit, uh, since the last time, he says a lot has changed. He said, we had our first session of marriage counseling, and this cleared a lot of things up for us. Our counselor basically explained that when we both have sex, whether that is with protection or not, we have to accept the fact that there will always be the risk of pregnancy. 
And if we want to completely eliminate this risk by undergoing a surgical procedure, that this is a personal matter we have to decide for ourselves and we can't push on our partner. This also cleared a lot of the tension between my wife and I. We even started having sex again using a condom. We also discussed different options and contraception, and we are looking more into use of copper IUD since that one doesn't contain hormones and doesn't affect the act itself. But for now, we're just using condoms and sticking to that. My wife even said she might be looking into a tubal litigation, and I would support her in that decision. What? Okay. Thoughts? <laughs> so he's not willing to do anything to his body, but women to get the IUD is basically like a surgical procedure that we don't get any pain medication for. And he's fine with her getting that. And he he just seems really selfish. I agree. I think that like, if he's like, I don't want to alter my body or whatever, but like a vasectomy is so much less invasive. It's like a really tiny procedure. I think it's actually from what I have heard less invasive than the IUD and men even get pain meds for it. So it's like a much more comfortable and easy procedure. And if he really doesn't want to have more kids, I just don't understand the holdup. And I agree that you shouldn't force someone to do it. Just like, I don't think he should force her to get her tubes tied. Uh, though also I would say insurance could be an issue because I don't know that, uh, insurance will cover a tubal litigation when it's not done immediately following a delivery in the hospital where I don't know that that's the case with a vasectomy, but anyways, just like, basically he wants her to have to be the one to use it. Now, the fact that he's willing to wear a condom, here's my thing about this. And I'm, I'm, I could be reading into the tone, but I get the sense or like, just like the vibe that he is doing this as a way of like out of stubbornness more than he is out of like, I'm really trying to meet you halfway. Absolutely. And also that impression. He's not willing to change his body at all. But when we take even just a birth control pill every single day, that changes our hormones. That changes a lot of things in our body that can cause you to gain weight. That can cause you can have different reactions to that. There's a lot of side effects to birth control. It can interfere if you have other medications that you're on. Um, there's just a lot. And, and the other thing is there aren't a lot of other options for men. So like for, I just don't, it makes me think like, does he maybe want to have more kids? Like, what is it that he thinks he's going to like the, the, the risk of a vasectomy is just not very much, but like the risk of these other things are greater. I don't know this, that I'm on and- you can get a vasectomy reverse too. If they did change their mind eventually down the road, like it just, it doesn't make any sense to me. And it just seems really selfish. And I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Men should just start out with vasectomies. And then, uh, once their wife signs off, (laughs) I'm just kidding. Dude, You're joking, but that's actually a really good idea. (laughs) Look at the amount of men, like, oh my gosh, there's so many that I know that have so many kids running around. I saw a TikTok yesterday, I think, I think it was a Maury or Steve Wilkos or something. And this kid who was like 18 had four girls pregnant. One of them was with twins. They were all due around the same time and stuff like, yeah. Oh my gosh. Anyway, sorry. No, you know, a law that, <laughs> that controlled men's bodies would never pass. <laughs> oh no, of course not. Uh, oh, which he also put in there. He threw in there. I took it out because his thing was a little bit longer and it was just like too long, but he mm. did have in there that my body, my choice. And it was just like, <laughs> I just, I really didn't get good intentions from him. It was not. No, I don't like him. Oh no. no. All right. We're going to move on. Do you want to read the next one? Yes. Okay. 
My boyfriend of 10 years told me porn is better than sex with me. Oh my gosh. He watched porn more than three times a day and stopped having sex with me. After confronting and trying to work it out, he didn't last more than two weeks and turned it on to my fault. He chose porn over me and our relationship. Wow. He's got a problem. <laughs> what do you think? I think he has an issue and I think he needs therapy. <laughs> maybe yeah. needs to, like he's like, maybe has an addiction, like a porn addiction or something. I don't know. It like, sounds like he definitely has a porn addiction and then, and maybe a gaslighting <laughs> issue too with like. Yeah. Like his defense against it was to turn on her and make it her fault that he's watching porn so much. You know what though? It could be because men are also cowards and he could just (laughs) not even want to be in a relationship with her anymore. And he's just like looking for an excuse to be like, no, I don't, I don't want to have sex with you. I don't want to do anything. Oh, so like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to mean until you start a fight and then you look like you're the crazy one. And then it's like, well, it wasn't exactly. Yeah. So that could yeah. be a lot of it too. Either way. He's classic. A he's a douche caboose. Yeah. At least he has his porn. All right. Uh, hot take. Uh, this one said, <laughs> don't you just wish sex robots existed? Then sick men, this was written from a female, then sick men would leave us alone. They could fuck their robots and watch their porn, and men who want a real genuine connection can date the non-robots. Robot fuckers could take themselves out of the gene pool, and we'd all be winners. (laughs) She's on to something. I kind of like that, robot fuckers. Oh, my God. When you first read that, I was like, well, yeah, I got a few in my, like, nightstand. What do you mean? But, okay, I get it now. Like, (laughs) I think. They make those though. They make like sex dolls. I, I think they do. I'm, I'm I think they're expensive they're though. Pretty pricey. Yeah. Like you got to be really. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't I like know. That, I don't agree with this, but I also am not completely sure how serious this person was. <laughs> um, I think it's funny, but yeah, it's a little, it's a little extreme. It's, okay. <laughs> it's a little much, but it's, it's okay. I mean, I get it. I get where she's coming from. She was having a rough night. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this comment started and started on it. So this comment started an interesting thread of conversation. Sex with a human is okay. Sex with an inanimate object is okay. Anything in between is taboo. I went to college with a guy who claimed to have fucked his couch completely unprompted too. He went into great detail about his horniness and how he put his wang in between two cushions and just went at it. I was wasted, but I will never forget that conversation, no matter how I try. <laughs> oh my God. These couch fuckers. Like, <laughs> the comment thread on this was ridiculous. Someone said, only if it makes you sofa king horny. Oh, that's golden. I, I like know. it. <laughs> it was funnier when I read it. When I say it, I'm like, <laughs> also, the side note uh, that no one asked for this thread also led me to discover that there is an entire subreddit dedicated to dragons fucking cars and yes it's exactly as fucking weird as it sounds dude where i'm just sitting there i haven't it's not like Aaron and i've been texting or anything and just randomly out of the blue she sends me a fucking dragon fucking a car and i'm like what the hell is <laughs> i forgot i sang that <laughs> what she's like what is that and I was like it's a dragon fucking a car 
like it just looked like it was kind of laying on it and really excited like happy to be like woohoo I'm playing on this car I didn't really think like I was fucking a car that's stupid oh I like all right do girls also lose interest in sex right after an orgasm as guys do most guys would agree that sex instantly becomes the least interesting thing in the world right after ejaculation I wonder if girls ever experience this to the same extent I've heard that girls also have a refractory period, but since many of them can have multiple orgasms, it looks like they're not as hardwired to lose interest in sex after an orgasm, at least not as instantly and abruptly as we do. I wonder if there's a woman who have experienced this exact abrupt and instant loss of libido after an orgasm. Should we answer this for... (laughs) (laughs) So yes, apparently guys, as soon as they... Uh, mm-hmm. finish they're like yeah immediately nothing else do you feel like this is true for for you um, also or I don't I don't think so no I mean and I don't think it's true for all guys either but I don't know I think everybody's different <laughs> I think it just depends on the situation and the person yeah I think that's a good point I don't think that's probably true for all guys though I guess I can't speak for all men but yeah I would say most women this is probably not true for the fact that most women can have multiple orgasms uh Mm -hmm. if if they're getting any at all which is isn't that messed up I was thinking about that like (laughs) why are we made so that like women can have multiple orgasms but like then typically they're like less likely to actually have one in <laughs> a sexual interaction like if we have one where guys all. like they only have one, but like they always have. One. <laughs> yes. Anyways. <laughs> okay. We're going to move on. This next one says my date slapped me in the face. The first time having sex twice. Hi, I have never really had to do this, but I'm feeling so many emotions. I've been talking to a guy and we had our third date at my place last night. We had mutually agreed days beforehand that the deed was probably going to happen and it did during the first three minutes the guy slaps me on the face and my eyes widened and my mouth opens in shock and before I could muster out a word he slapped me again three times harder the sound it made made my body revolt and I sat up and proceeded to have a panic attack My date looked confused and apologized, but his excuse was that I was okay with choking, but my appearance looked like I was the type of girl to enjoy it rough. The rest of the night was off and he he even seemed disappointed that I didn't want to have sex with him before he went to bed. I'm conflicted with how I should go about things. My gut is telling me to run, but part of me feels like maybe I'm misreading his intention. What do you think? (laughs) Sorry. Um, this is their first time like hooking up and he's slapping her. Um, I think maybe if everything else was okay and every, like in every other aspect, he seemed like a normal dude. I feel like it would be worth at least having a conversation and being like such let, you know, let him know your boundaries and see if he's okay with that. But if he's like slap or like, I'm not going to fuck anymore, then maybe it's time to move on. (laughs) I partly agree with you, but I don't. I feel like she needs to listen to her gut. The fact that she said my gut is telling me to run tells me like she needs to run. (laughs) And if he was really concerned with her boundaries, I feel like he would have talked to her about what she was comfortable with prior to doing that. 
or asked her after make maybe did it once and then been like did you like that and then as soon as you know what I mean rather than like immediately just like go into slap town on her like on her face like and it's like he slapped her face it wasn't like she said any hard like aggressively like that would be like you don't know what trauma she has and then she had a panic attack no that's my thing like she sat up and had a panic attack and then he's mad because she doesn't want to have sex again like exactly mm. this does not it seems like a lot of red flags for me definitely yeah I'm gonna say new I would I would run yeah (laughs) best yeah (laughs) all right would you dump someone because the sex was bad you finally get to the nasty and it's disappointing just all around bad are you gonna try and work it out sub question do you believe sexual compatibility is created and not found my story is the guy was extremely small (laughs) came in three strokes after telling me he was about to fuck the shit out of me I complained to my friend He went through my phone and left. I didn't have to cut it off. He did it himself, but I was greatly disappointed that all we did, that we did all the sexy talk and build up just for that. (laughs) Honey, I feel like that's probably most of them. Yeah, (laughs) honestly. It's true, unfortunately. It's it's really sad that you had to go through that, but... (laughs) But I'm sure it won't be the last. No, I'm just... (laughs) No. (laughs) Um... Yeah, I just, when she asked, do you believe sexual compatibility is created and not found? I, what do you think about that? Um, I feel like it's another one of those things. It just depends on the person. It depends on the scenario that you're in. Um, I feel like with everything, obviously I don't have a lot of like any, um, experience with like one night stands and stuff, but I do feel like communication is key. And if, but how do you tell someone like, it's too little and three strokes. <laughs> like he's got to know. He's I feel like at that, like, I feel like you gonna... don't even count that. Yeah, that's not like even... three strokes. That doesn't even no. That's like you nothing. don't even have to count that. You can just pretend it didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's probably what she would. That's the best advice for this girl. <laughs> just forget it. Yeah. Cut. Delete. Well, and I think that's part of the problem with like one night stands. So I don't know if this was a one night stand or if this was somebody that she was like actually talking to and kind of dating. This was the first time that they hooked up. Like, yeah, I don't know how long she had been talking to him prior to this, but uh, if it was a one night stand, I would say statistically, uh, women don't also get much out of those. No, <laughs> but the we don't want to skip over the whole, he went through my phone and left. She complained to her friend. So obviously he went through her phone and saw that, but like, why is he going through your phone? Like, yeah, the first time you hook up and he's like going through your phone. That's super right. You're so right about that. The best thing that you did was let, let him cut you off. Let him make him, make him feel like the big man with the little peen and cut you off. Cause you don't need that. (laughs) Yeah. And then just give him a nickname that you and your friend can refer to him as. Like yeah. a three-stroke joke. <laughs> Perfect. It's fucking weird. I'll cut that. <laughs> no, don't do it. <laughs> okay. And then our last one we have, I would go on more dates if sex wasn't always expected. It happens so much now that I'm back on dating apps. I will talk to a guy for a few days and we'll plan a date. I get excited, but it happens to me a lot where I have a guy that starts talking and hinting that he wants more after a date. This makes me really nervous to be expected to have sex. So I just end up canceling. I'm not 
opposed to having sex, even on the first or second date, but it's when a guy starts planning or hinting that there will be sex after the date that makes me nervous. Yeah, that makes sense. But I feel like another thing that I don't really have a lot of experience with, but I just feel like that's just super common unless you get on if she's getting on like dating sites or something, obviously like Tinder or something that's, they're probably going to go straight to that. But if you do the ones that we talked about this before, if you do the ones that maybe you pay a little bit for, you're going to find people that are wanting more of a relationship and not just to have sex or a one night stand with somebody. So maybe go that route. If you're wanting a relationship, maybe I also, you know, I think that there's an element of that. For instance, like eHarmony, I think that the guys tend to be more like marriage focused there, but in my experience, they're also a lot more weird. So, (laughs) but like Tinder, for instance, I don't actually think it's true. I know it has the stereotype for being like, it's just a hookup app, but I don't actually think that's true that everyone there is just like looking to like hook up on that app. I think it's a combination of, and I'm not going to, I don't know what her profile looks like or any of that, of like how you act and like the, how flirty and sexual you are in the conversation. Uh, that can, that can have some to do with it. But I also think that I get it. Like if a guy was like acting like they expected sex before we'd even met, I wouldn't want to meet them. Like I would be like, like, that's like a lot of pressure. Like (laughs) I try to pick first dates that are like, Hey, let's get coffee at 10 because like, no one's going to be like, you know, yeah. Go back to my place and fuck at like 11 a.m. on a Saturday. I mean, maybe they would, but it hasn't. Not yet. Well, and also <laughs> if they're, if they're starting to hint at that and you're getting uncomfortable, just tell them. And I know sometimes it's harder, like easier said than done, but just say like communicate and say like, I'm not really comfortable with that until I get to know you a little bit. And then the reaction will tell you a lot about how, what kind of person they are too. If they're like, well, no, I was wanting, you know, I really wanted to bang That's- be, skate and leave. And <laughs> no, that's then, the best advice. Yeah. Honestly, like that, um, just being open, honest. And I think as women, a lot or a lot of women are almost brought up to be people pleasers. Like we're mm-hmm. taught that it is, you know, the proper or the polite or the feminine thing to do to just like say yes and be people pleasers. And so when we have these situations with men, especially that are pushy and it's, it's really hard sometimes to communicate those boundaries, but you have to do it because if you, it it gets easier once you start. And that is truly the best way because yeah, he's either going to be like, well, I'm just looking to hook up. And then you can be like, oh, well, that's not really what I want. Or he's going to be like, that's totally fine. Like, let's do this instead then. And then you'll be more comfortable and you'll want to meet him. Exactly. Cause I feel like a lot, like most dudes, like they just have sex on their mind. And if you give them an inch, they're going to take a mile. So if you're if they start talking about like sex on the first day and you're not instantly like, well, I'm not comfortable with that. Then they're probably thinking, well, yeah, this is going to happen. Let's keep talking about it. I'm horny. Yeah. And if you've already been like sexting or something like that before mm-hmm. you've met, like you're feeding into that expectation. And I don't want to exactly. make assumptions about, about right. that because men will, I mean, you could be like, oh, I'm going to church tomorrow. And they might still think that like, you're going to go over to their house and like bang afterwards. Like, yeah, it, <laughs> right. it doesn't matter. <laughs> so just be open and honest. Be honest. Okay. But that's all we have for our little sexual scenarios. <laughs> now we're going to move into Joe Jam. Jody, yeah. what you jamming? 
Um, my song that I've been listening to a lot this week, I think I came across his song on a TikTok. It's called Wild Is Her and it's by Corey Kent. And I just, I just love it. Like it's the lyrics and stuff, just you know, I'm all about just having fun and doing what you want to do and not being like held down and held back. And I feel like it's kind of giving that. I love it. Yeah. That's my song. What do you got? Okay. I have a new song out. The video just dropped, uh, recently as of this anyways, and it is called Blick Blick by Koi LeRae and Nicki Minaj. Very nice. Yeah. Hmm. I thought she had retired for some reason. No, she had a baby. She got married and had a baby. Aww. And yeah. Cool. Um, and yeah, this Coyle Ray girl, like she's, she's really fun. She's new. This is, I, I, I'm sure this isn't her first song. This is her first like big song. Uh, and she's a newer, I would say up and coming. Or maybe she's passed up and coming if she's got Nikki on a feature. <laughs> right. But yeah. Okay. So now. It's time to dish fish. You better dish fish. Yeah. Sorry, I've got food in my mouth. <laughs> so sexy. <laughs> All right. We just have a couple questions and then we're going to do a word association. Oh. So the question we have, actually, we only have one question, sorry, is if the person you were with developed a fetish that was really unsexy to you like butt plug horsetails or sucking on your toes while he jerks in front of a mirror like something that's really weird would you (laughs) sorry I said that so nonchalantly I I need a trigger warning (laughs) oh my god would you leave them consider an open relationship and allow them to explore this elsewhere or give it a go. Wow. Um, <laughs> honestly, I'll try anything once. <laughs> I'd probably try it. I'd laugh a lot. Like it, and I'd have to have a few drinks. I don't know about fucking horse tails though. <laughs> That's weird as shit. Like, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it depends on what it was, but you. <laughs> I'd probably try it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> What about you? Yes, it's not like you really have to try it if you say yes. So yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What about you? Oh, this question was mostly for you. Um, no, it's for you. Honestly, I my first response is like I want more information because it really depends (laughs) on what it is. I would lean towards I would try it, but it would really depend on what it was. Yeah. Same. And how how invested we were. Like, are we married? Or are we like just like if we're just dating, um, I'd probably leave them. <laughs> if I wasn't that, but if I'm like madly in love with them and we're married, I'd yeah, exactly. It. Same, same for sure. If I was just dating somebody and they were like, let me suck on your toes while I jerk off in front of a mirror, I'd probably be like, mm, bye. Mm, I think we're done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. That's such a <laughs> fun one um but now we're gonna do where you have to say the first three words that come to your mind when I say the word so it's like the five second rule or whatever anyways okay dragons car fucking (laughs) um Taylor Lautner (laughs) and um dinosaurs awesome sleepovers um face masks Mimosas, 
and bonfire tender <laughs> um the muppets <laughs> you're taken from all my tender stories <laughs> the muppets um hot dog stands and <laughs> ford rangers <laughs> and last one nashville oh nashville um tin roof broadway cowboy hats loves it yes that was fun yes all right that is all we have today guys thank you so much for hanging out follow us on tiktok and instagram at boom tequila podcast join our facebook group where we'll talk to you and we do a lot of fun things and post pictures and stuff so uh yeah we will catch you next time have a great life (laughs) (laughs) week (laughs) life have a great life bye bye